The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. show on the fan 680 and 937 we've got our producer adam gillespie in the house today Derek thomas our engineer i'm your host buck Ballou. and we are so glad you're with us monday through friday we're 10 to 11 here on atlanta sports station the fan and you can listen uh, many ways, 680 AM, 937 FM, streaming at 680thefan.com. You can actually watch the show on our website, so check that out. Get that fan mobile app. You haven't gotten it yet. What are you doing? And that is driven by Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next car. Let them wow you. 10 o'clock hour on the fan brought to you by the Haug Baron Law Group. Hopefully your Tuesday's off to a great start. I know I'm ready to get to work. Let's go. Go. Bucks. Big. Take. Another great night in Atlanta last night. The Saints lost on Monday night football. That's a glorious thing. The Hawks took down the undefeated Bucks. Love that. Next Monday is going to be awesome, too, when one of the Braves players will be honored as National League Rookie of the Year. Center fielder Michael Harris II, pitcher Spencer Strider, our finalist, and will most likely finish 1-2 in voting by the baseball writers. Now, Strider has already been named Rookie of the Year by the Sporting News. And the Players' Choice Awards. Is that the one where they slime you? Uh, Both of these guys are worthy of winning this award. My vote, I don't have one, but if I did, my vote would go to Harris. Who impacted 86 more games than Strider did. Well, Harris, an everyday player, Strider. As a starter, most of the season, every five days. Harris hit 297 with 19 bombs, 20 stolen bases, and instantly provided the Bravos with gold glove caliber center field play. Congrats to both players for outstanding seasons. And by the way, the last time the Braves went 1 2 in Rookie of the Year voting, was Kimbrell and Freeman 11 years ago. Both these guys uh, very deserving of the award. How big is the Rookie of the Year award? You guys want to chime in on this one? I look at, you know, I'm not sure how many of these rookies are waking up in the morning motivated by, hey, man, I got a chance to win the Rookie of the Year. Yeah, honestly, right when you 
asked the question, my initial response was it's not as big as it used to be. Uh, certainly not even 20 years ago. Certainly um, 30, 40 years ago. A lot. If you look at the names We're that won. We're the best of the rookies. Yeah, if you look at the names that won, a lot, a lot of times they ended up being uh, some pretty good players. That's not necessarily the case as often lately. You know, I think what it is is your first year in the league, and so it's your first opportunity to win a league-wide award is the attraction to that. Right? It's not like you're the best player in the league. You're just the best first-year player. Yeah, it's like winning freshman of the year or uh, or a preseason yeah. award, maybe. You know, we'll see. You know, he's still, still got to build on it, right? Down the road, they uh, you'll be introduced as uh, you know he was once the rookie of the year. Yeah, nobody remembers that or nobody cares yeah. if you don't do much after it. Is the point? I mean, with your trophy case at home, where would you put this? Right, right up top, or right in the middle. Next to the MVP or the gold glove. That's the end, the end goal for both of these guys, yeah. right? Yeah. But uh, it was fun watching. I don't give where they got to without either one of these guys. I mean, it was amazing. Strider coming out of the season, uh, into the season as a guy working out of the bullpen, turns into a guy that struck out over 200 guys. Plugged into the rotation in late May. And then Harris, you know, we talked about him during the spring. And then it sort of went away for a while. And then, boom, here comes Harris making the impact that he did. He was amazing. And I believe he was the best rookie uh, in either league this year. So uh, wishing him the best of luck. We'll find out this uh, early next week. It'll be Monday. We'll find out who wins the National League Rookie of the Year. Want to talk a little Bulldog football right off the top here. Uh, Bulldogs, beware of the letdown. Coming off that epic win at home over number one Tennessee. Took them down with the nation watching. And then next up, you got a trip to Stark Vegas. Where state, to me, I don't know about you, but to me, it looks like a little bit of a dangerous situation for the Georgia Bulldogs. Don't laugh. I believe the last time Georgia went to Stark Vegas, they got beat on the football field 24-12 to back in 2010. Aaron Murray's going to remember that. But what about this time? Well, as you probably know, a state, Hale State, they say out there, has a quarterback in Will Rogers who basically slings it 50 times a game. And you probably didn't know this either. Mississippi State is probably the most experienced team in the SEC. I didn't have time to research every program, all 14 of them. But Mississippi State... They start 17 seniors and five juniors. They it's tough to get playing time out there as a freshman or a sophomore. Loaded with upperclassmen. And why does that matter? Well, I think it matters because they've been around the block before. They, they know what to expect. And did I mention there'll be roughly around 60,000 Mississippi State fans in that stadium shaking those cowbells under the lights? A little tough to communicate with that going on. 
at Davis Wade Stadium. Bulldogs beware. Stranger things have happened. And normally these things happen after the big epic win, which they had last Saturday. You know, most teams, they're just so high on themselves. And, hey, we're number one. You're going to see Georgia come down. Number one team, college football playoff committee later today. Number one. Oh, yeah, and we're taking on that lousy Mississippi State team out in Starkville. Next thing you know, you've turned the ball over three or four times. They're playing keep away with that air raid passing attack full of these short, high percentage, uh, short to intermediate passes. Next thing you know, you're in trouble. So I hope Kirby and I hope those seniors, I hope the leadership committee for the Bulldogs, they get all that figured out. And uh, by the way, the Big Take is brought to you by the Howard Barron Law Group, your champions of personal injury law. If you need to win your personal injury case, go to championshiplaw.com. And we've got a big event coming up this weekend, brother, here at 680 The Fan. We've got our 680 The Fan Casino Night coming up. Uh, and First Horizon Bank is our primary sponsor just a few days away from 6 to 10 at Motor Cars of Atlanta. Benefiting Atlanta Community Food Bank, Casino Night is a night of Vegas-style gambling with big prize possibilities, admission 125 a person, and a portion of that going directly to the Atlanta Community Food Bank. Of course, this guy, uh, we're going to have all the the major plays, uh, roulette, poker, blackjack slots. You'll be able to eat for free compliments of uh, Corona Modelo, uh, Larceny Bourbon, Elijah Craig Bourbons, Deep Eddie Vodka and Wine. So plenty to drink, plenty to eat, plus live music by Russo and No, Noe, and their uh, homage to the Rat Pack. Homage. To reserve your spot, head over to 680thefan.com slash casino for the 680 Fan Casino Night. Motor Cars of Atlanta, benefiting Atlanta Community Food Bank, brought to you by First Horizon Bank, D. Geller & Sons Jewelers, Georgia Swarm, and many others. Just glad to be able to mention a few of those. All right. Coming back on the other side, man, we got a college football top five. We're going to talk about the Falcons. And Keeley Ringo is going to hang out for an interview as they get right. Beware, Keeley. Heading to Stark Vegas, man. Can't be, uh, can't be going out there not ready to play. We'll have Keeley coming up in the next segment, too. Buck Palouse Show on the fans, 680 and 93.7, brother. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Got the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. 
A lot of people out voting today, or have they already voted? If you hadn't voted already, get out and vote today. That's all I got to say about that. We got the gang all here. Uh, missing Nerney, by the way, but DT, great job. Road Dog Gillespie, not Where's on the Nerny? road today. Road Dog's putting some miles on that 680 vehicle, man. My goodness, that thing's on the road all the time. Busy, busy guy. All right, so let's cut to it, man. Let's get to some college football news. The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one, one. It's time for Buck Baloo's Top 5. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Woo! All right. Hey, Buck. All right. Well, let's start uh, just in with last weekend. I need you to explain why, once again, the Georgia Bulldog fans were so loud and effective, we'd say, on Saturday night there in Sanford Stadium. Uh, well, uh, number one, Kirby told them to be. They've yep, been you heard following. that live right here on 6 the Fan? Yeah, uh, this Georgia fan base, they do exactly what Kirby tells them. Number two, because Ainge said they were a non-factor. <laughs> And then number three is what I really believe to be the case, and that is the Georgia fan starving for big games at home at Sanford Stadium. And it was the first time in three years Georgia had a huge game between the hedges on Dooley Field. And during that three-year period, man, we had Vandy coming in, Kent State. This is why the Georgia fan base was so excited, stoked, been pent up for three years they've been waiting three years for a big time showdown game that's what i believe well they showed it because they uh affected the game just like kirby asked them to all right buck you mentioned earlier rookie of the year you don't have a rookie of the year vote but i do believe you have a heisman vote and how's your heisman ballot looking right now entering week 11 now of the college football season you know, they tell you when you agree to participate that if you say what your ballot looks like, like on a radio show, yeah, you're hosting a radio show, and you For say instance. that prior to the announcement, guess what happens? I don't know. What, they, what do they revoke your, revoke your boat? They boat? remove you. Yeah. Yeah, you're out. Gone. I feel, I feel like I've heard it's people mention it before, though. Well, that's why they're not voting oh, anymore. Okay. But until you place... Well, nobody's vote. listening to Buck. You just tell us about yours. No, no, no. Nobody's placed the, the vote yet, so it's not official. I can tell you where I'm leaning. I've got Max Dugan in the top three, the yeah. TCU quarterback. Jalen Hyatt, the Tennessee receiver. And I've got Brock Bowers, the Georgia tight end. Ooh. In that order or just that's your top three? No, just... Yeah, it's three, yeah, three of the guys on top of the mind. Right. right. Yeah, I'm just not one of those that's all into the stats. And I think too many people are into the stats. The people voting in this, a lot of these people, they go right to the stats. How many yards have you thrown for? Is typically what it seems like people are looking for. And I'm not one of those. Never been one of those. It's about winning and losing, brother. It's not about 
yards. So yeah, with your three stats. Your top three Heisman finalists only have one loss between them. So yeah, I like those three, and I like a lot of other guys, too. Those are the guys on my radar today. Well, we'll keep an eye on uh, old Duggan out there at TCU. That's an, an, an one of the more interesting stories in, the, in yeah, all of balling, college football, man. especially and their effect on the college football playoff coming up. He's a baller. Uh, we'll see. I don't. We'll see if they go undefeated. We'll talk about that next time. All right, Buck. Um, we need you to drop your first, your first first team All SEC quarterback. And I see you had some All SEC uh, honors back in the day yourself, right? Back to back years. Oh, really? Yeah, I knew you were All SEC. I didn't realize it was back to back. We uh, we don't like to sit around and brag about this. I like. Well, you should, Buck. Yeah, we we never really promoted those things, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean it. Uh, that was. I think everybody wants to be the best at their position. Right now, I've got Stetson Bennett, first team All SEC quarterback, over Bryce Young, Hendon Hooker, Jaden Daniels. This is a competitive thing yes, going on here. I mean, right? those four guys. My goodness, talk about playing at a high level. Your boy Will Levis not in there? <laughs> no, he's he's messed up too much. <laughs> but those four guys are really impressive. And I tell you what, if you're going to be the first-team All-SEC quarterback, you've earned it this season, brother, with with the competition within the SEC. But right now, I've got Stetson Bennett at the top, and I know that we've got some people say, oh, Baloo, you homer! Or you got some people looking at the stats saying, well, he doesn't have as many touchdown passes as the other guy. Well, that's true. But again, I'm not a stats guy. There's a reason why he didn't have as many touchdown passes as, as Hooker or uh, Young, for example. They're not throwing as much as, as those guys when they get inside the red zone. Plus, Georgia has some issues at the receiver position that have held the, the stats part of Stetson Bennett back. But overall, I think he's playing better than any of those guys. Stetson's legs and ability to move still, still one of the most undervalued things perhaps in all of college football right now. Remember that scene in Rocky where he's trying to catch the uh, the chicken? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Stetson a, could, catch, could catch the chicken. Yeah. It's, that's what it's like trying to catch Stetson, though. Bennett's having a, a great year. It's been very effective, especially in uh, third down conversions in the red zone, et cetera. All right, Buck, we, uh, we understand you were at the uh, UJ Bookstore on Saturday, and that was probably a pretty good uh, pretty good day to be there. What would you learn? Did you learn anything new there? Yeah, I learned that those Brock Bowers, number 19 Georgia jerseys, mm-hmm. are the number one seller at the UGA Bookstore. In fact, one of the... One of the uh, the top employees there, one of the, the VPs, he came out holding about 10 of them. They were already on a shirt rack. Mm-hmm. You know, he just had them. He was carrying them to, to put them on the rack downstairs. And he said, I won't make it to where we hang these jerseys up with any jerseys to hang. I got to say, that's not all that surprising to me because you see the number 19 everywhere. I'm telling you, it's the hot seller right now. Number one seller at the bookstore. They can't get the jersey to the rack before they're sold. Everybody's jumping on that Brock Bowers bandwagon, and for good reason. Because he's awesome. All right, Buck, well, moving on. We, we heard from uh, Coach Leach earlier. Is, is Mike Leach, as the Bulldogs prepare to travel to Mississippi State, is Coach Leach in trouble out there at Starkville? Like uh, he's going to lose his job trouble? And that's what it says here. Yeah, I believe so. 
Really? Yeah, I do believe it. Look, they, they're going to have a new athletic director, so he's got a new boss. What if mm-hmm. the boss says, you know what, I never did like that leech guy. And say he could, he could, some people, you know, yeah, he could I mean, be the kind of guy AD that rubs, the, say, rubs people the wrong way. I want to hire my own dude. Maybe a, a guy he sees as being more serious. Well, I think Leach is serious. I know, he just gives us a lot of... But he's got a new boss, and any time a new boss comes in, your job's in jeopardy. And then the other thing is he's 0-2 against the bitter rival Ole Miss. He needs to beat Ole Miss this year. 0-2 right now against their bitter rival. Got to win the Egg Bowl. He shouldn't be in trouble, but I think because of those two things he is. His job is in jeopardy. Here's your top five. Top five on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. Yeah, and that was funny, that little clip they were playing on the locker room show today of him clearing his throat, or trying to. Falcon fans, if you're a school teacher and could use an extra $500, well, of course they could use an extra $500. How ridiculous is that? Attorney Ken Nugent and Grady Jarrett want to help you out this football season. For each Falcons game, Ken is donating $500 to teachers throughout the state of Georgia. To register to win, go to attorneykennugent.com. One call, that's all. And don't forget to tune in and catch Grady with the locker room. It happens every Tuesday. You may have missed it earlier this morning. I think they got along pretty well today. You can catch it at 830 on Tuesday as they recap the previous week's action. Let's talk a little Falcons football now. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on the fan. Yeah, let's talk a little Falcons football. Kyle Pitts, baby. Is he not special? Is he just ordinary? That's what I'm hearing, man. That's the talk. The talk at the coffee shop. You hearing this, uh, D2? I heard it on this very station yesterday, as a matter of fact. Yeah, who was saying it? That's your boy, Chris Domino. Oh, Domino. Okay. Yeah, yeah so we're hearing this uh, all around town. He looks ordinary. I think Chris said something to the effect of he's not, he might not be as special as uh, anticipated. As special as a number four pick in the first round yeah, should be? something like that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Well, I believe that's unfair, and it's a little incorrect. All right, a lot incorrect. I wasn't trying to start anything now between you and CD. Well, no. (laughs) Here are the variables. Here's my reasoning behind that comment. I'm not one that's just going to say something and I back it up. All right, and here are the variables. Here's a guy in a second season. I mean, his career is just getting started. He's got a a new quarterback and Marcus Mariota. Had Matt Ryan last year. He's got a different guy this year. There's a transition going on. And here's a huge factor in whether Kyle Pitts is just ordinary or special. The head coach, who's also really the offensive coordinator, the game planner, and the play caller. That's what Artie is. He's all those things. He's a run-first guy. 
you look at the the Falcons have flipped the script from a year ago to this year. A year ago, they led with a passing attack. This year, they're leading with the run game. Their run-pass ratio, 60% run, 40% pass. And I'm not sure if everybody's watching really closely, but because they're run first, Kyle Pitts made a commitment during the offseason and into this season that he was going to be a better blocker. And he's worked on that. He's improved as a blocker. And most people passing judgment, you know, they're just watching him run down the field trying to catch a pass. They're not watching what happens in the run game. He's better this year as a run blocker. He's a better route runner. And he's better recognizing coverage. So all those things, to me, he's doing better. But here's the problem. People are basing their opinion on stats. He's projected to have 43 catches this season. He had 68 last year. And you know why? Because they led with a pass last year. Now they're leading with the run game. Is it frustrating? Yeah, I'm frustrated with it. I don't think the ball's going his way enough. See, I believe he's special. And they're not playing to his strength. They've got him in line, seems like most of the time, right next to the tackle, trying to block some defensive end or outside linebacker. No wonder he doesn't look special. You know when you look special? is when that ball, uh, you're a pass-first team at tight end. You're in a pass-first system. The ball's coming your way. They're targeting you. They're scheming you open. And you have a really tight relationship with the quarterback. And Kyle Pitts doesn't have those things. So I would lay off the guy's just ordinary talk, but that's just me. That's what I think about that. And have you heard about our uh, podcast at the station? We've got a wide array of these incredible football podcasts. Go to thepodcastpark.com. It's brought to you by the Associated Credit Union. We've got you covered during football season from Falcons to dogs, jackets, high school football. We've got you covered. I've got Bucks Bead, episode four. 74 is going to be dropping in the next 24, and it's going to be a Georgia-Mississippi State game preview. I've got my uh, hometown guy, John Bond, who's totally into that Mississippi State program. It's going to help me break it down. Get these and all of our podcasts at thepodcastpark.com, brought to you by Associated Credit Union, or you can go to Apple, Spotify, wherever it is you get your podcasts. Let's get to the Bulldog Roundtable. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25, 20, 45, 15, 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union. Haug Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, Stat Hero, T-Mobile, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. 
got a lot going on with the Bulldog program. Uh, Vince Dooley, the celebration of life will be Friday, November the 25th at 7.30 at Stegman Coliseum. It's free, obviously open to the public. So I want to encourage you feel moved to uh, come and be a part of that on Friday, November the 25th. On the field, soccer's back in the postseason, first time since 2014. Going to host a regional game coming up on Friday against Samford. Uh, the pitch, I guess the drop, uh, the kick will start at 6 o'clock, something like that. They call it a kickoff, yeah. Yeah, the kickoff at 6 o'clock. And the uh, basketball season tipped off. Coach White and the Bulldogs beat Western Carolina 68-55. Good to see Coach White get off with a winning note with the men's team. And then Coach Abe and the Lady Dogs beat Coastal Carolina 78-61. Now it's time for my conversation with Bulldog cornerback Keely Ringo. He joins us on the Hobson & Hobson Newsmaker Line. Joining me now is Georgia cornerback Keeley Ringo. Keeley, congrats on an outstanding performance against Tennessee. Man, that was outstanding. I appreciate you. appreciate you. Thank you. Seven tackles and an interception out of you. Uh, really impressed with the way you guys, you and Lasseter, up there playing physical on those receivers. They didn't get any quick releases last Saturday. That was a huge thing that we wanted to be able to work on. Uh, of course, we know that their QB and the receivers, really explosive offense. They know that they can be able to do almost anything that they want throughout the entire field with their wide splits and just the way that they play the game. So, honestly, just being able to limit their, um, when the things that they were able to try to do was definitely our main focus. Concerned about a letdown this week? What do you think? Um, No, sir. No, sir, at all, honestly. Just continue working to every single game the same with a level-headed mindset, just knowing your game plays to be able to help you and just stay prepared as much as we can. And I, I feel like the rest will take care of itself. All right, you got those cowbells out in Starkville, man. They're gonna, they got about 60,000 people going to be shaking those things. Going to be a little bit different atmosphere. Have you seen some of this? Um, no, sir, not too much. Uh, the last time I seen Mississippi State was when they actually came here my freshman year. But, of course, every single challenge we come up to, Coach Smart believes in us, we, and we, we believe in him We believe in him and in his game plan and the rest of my teammates with me. So I, 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 I feel like we'll be able to take care of business. These guys throw it around a little bit. I think they're averaging about 50 attempts a game. So the uh, uh, quarterback there has uh, done a nice job, played a lot of football, Will Rogers. This is going to be a different kind of challenge for you guys. Yes, sir. Um, Will Rogers is a great explosive quarterback. Knows how to throw the ball across the field. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great opportunity, just just to be able to get the ball out of the air for us. Um, of course, as a DB, that's all you can ask for is just be able to get more opportunities, be able to um, turn your head around and find the ball and make more plays. So it's going to be a great challenge. I believe you're going to face a former teammate in Justin Robinson. He's getting some playing time out there. Uh, what's that like when you're going up against a former teammate? It's a great feeling, honestly. Just knowing that, um, it's, especially when you have a personal connection with one of your teammates. Um, of course, it's always all love, um, and just and just knowing that there was they're great successful players. I mean, I'm, I mean, like anybody coming through Georgia is, is a good player with a lot of toughness and um, and definitely capable of doing a lot of things um, all across the field. Hey, take us through the interception you had against Tennessee. 
um, it was a pretty good feeling, honestly, be, being able to turn my head around the ball, um, turn my head around and I'm um, stepping in front of the receiver, just work on a little technique things and just be able to find the ball in the air. That was something that um, I wanted to continue to pride myself throughout the entire season because I got more opportunities in the past game that um, I wasn't able to take care of. But it was, it was it, I could definitely say it was a confidence booster and I'm um, helping myself be able to make more of those plays. There was a time, it looked like I think after one of the holding penalties that got called on you. Yes, sir. The, and then Kirby came over to you and was like, keep it up, keep it up. Was that just part of the, the plan just to get play those guys rough and tough like that? Of course. Every single game we want to play um, receivers and get, and get hands on them, of course. Um, one thing we pride ourselves on is, is just being tough at the line of scrimmage and also working our feet and just getting hands on receivers to be able to knock time off the quarterback and the receiver. But, um, of course, it gets really physical when a good receiver is able to use his body against you as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, when those little things happen, we, we call those competitive um, competitive penalties, and we're fine with those, you know, um, as long as they're not costing too much in um, certain situations. But, I mean, like, if it happens, it happens. Next play mentality, then um, you can figure it out for the next play. So yes, that's how yeah. we help us. Keep up the great work. Uh, best of uh, luck out in Starkville, man. The Bulldog fans will be pulling for you. Sir, thank you. Keely Ringo, man, he's doing a great job this year. I think he's looking at all uh, first-team All-SEC at that cornerback spot. Really playing physical, and uh, it was great to have uh, Adam Gillespie involved in that. Also, uh, talking a little bit about the coverage in this game this past Saturday night. Friday night football powered by Georgia Powers back for the uh, high school football postseason. And we're going to bring you live playoff action. Tune in to us on Friday night, the fan and the fan app, and listen in for the Friday night football playoff game of the week. Our one postseason matchup starts at 7.30 as Altoona, winners of four in a row, taking on Douglas County in the matchup of two versus three. So join us at 7.30 for the live play-by-play game coverage call with Brandon Joseph and Carl Worrell. After the game, stay tuned for the Georgia High School Scoreboard Show and get scores and updates from around the state. Friday night football game of the week and the uh, Georgia High School Scoreboard Show are powered by Georgia Power and presented by Truist, Marcos Pizza, University of West Georgia, and Fox 5 Atlanta. Hey, everybody, what's wrong with the Alabama Crimson Tide? I'm going to tell you next. It's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Listening to the Buck Baloo Show on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. And 
and we appreciate you very much. No letdown for the Georgia Bulldogs this Saturday. Beware. Just saying. And what is wrong with Alabama? Let's break it down in the college football nugget. Mmm, tasty. Time for the College Football Nugget, presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. What is wrong with Alabama? My goodness, what's the issue? They've got no shot. Make their eighth playoff appearance in nine years. Rarely do you see them lose more than just one regular season game. They've lost two. Coach, what is going on? Well, let's break it down real quick. Look at that Alabama defense. Pete Golding is the defensive coordinator. I wouldn't be sleeping real well if I was Golding right now. You know, the thing that stands out about that Alabama defense, they used to seem like they were forcing turnovers left and right in previous seasons. My research staff is telling me they forced six turnovers in nine games. Well, I don't really care to answer the critics. Well, a little, a little tough to hide that one. Six forced turnovers in nine games. Putrid. You can ask the bottle. But don't ask me. Well, I believe that was Golding that got the DUI, Coach. Not me. Six turnovers in nine games. That's, uh, that's a problem right there, brother. You got the best players in the country. What's going on? Then look at the offense. Bill O'Brien, the head, uh, the head offensive coordinator over there at Alabama. And the lack of explosive plays. It's just painfully obvious what's going on. It's, it's, you know, take them 15 plays to score on a 70-yard drive. Nobody said that. I mean, I, I don't know where, where, where does that come from. Well, uh, look at the numbers, Coach. you got plenty of staff members that can help you out. The lack of explosives. Jamison Williams was taking the top off that defense last season. they got nobody doing that this season. And as far as the coordinators go, it just seemed like in the past during this great run Nick Saban's had at Alabama, it just seemingly they were one step ahead of the competition as far as the scheme goes, the play calling goes. And that's not the case this season. I really don't care, to be honest with you. Well, I know, Coach. I mean, you're a Hall of Famer. You're, you're a GOAT. Got plenty of money in the bank. I could see why you wouldn't care. And then overall, when I look at this Alabama team, it just doesn't seem to be any killer instinct with these guys. They're not putting the foot down on anybody. And then the thing that really surprises me is the lack of discipline with the Alabama football team. I wish we could talk about something else. I know it, Coach, because I know this is driving you crazy. They're averaging nine penalties a game. They've broken the Alabama football record twice this season. Got to be driving Coach Saban a little bit crazy. And right now, Alabama, they're not going to the playoffs. I don't think he should assume anything. 
They might end up in the Gasparilla Bowl taking on Illinois. Actually, it would be the Citrus Bowl against Illinois. But those are some of the things that are wrong with Alabama. Wonder what Coach O thinks about that. And I tell you what, if I was the athletic director at Auburn, Mr. Cohen, I'd be selling this during the interview process. Do you want to come take our job at Auburn and be the one that chases Nick Saban out of Tuscaloosa? Not a good question. If I guarantee Saban during the course of the day, I bet that big R word is coming to his mind. The big R. Retirement. There's your nugget today. They just don't look the same. They got a lot of things missing. The rat poison that you put out there this week was yummy. (laughs) And they got the best football players in the country. You look at the recruiting rankings. They got more talent than anybody. Coach Saban got some things missing over there. And the Crimson Tide fans probably in a little bit of a denial. Believing the run is still going on. I mean, to go from the college football playoffs to the Gasparilla Bowl or the Citrus Bowl, you're talking about a huge step backward for the most talented program in the country. I don't really want to, but I'm probably going to have to. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to have to, Coach. All right, time for the final word. And today is a shout-out to my Atlanta Hawks. Took down the undefeated Milwaukee Bucks last night uh, with no Trey Young. Trey's got a scratch cornea. Look good with the shades on. In the, well, it wasn't the club. I guess it could be a club. They got the club, uh, the bar right behind one of the baskets. Shades on in the arena. Yeah, I mean, the shades on. That was cool, man. And DeJounte Murray looking good. Led the way with 25. And how about that 19-year-old kid, A.J. Griffin? 24 points, man. Looks like we drafted in that first round. We got the right guy. Six players in double figures. That was fun to watch. Want to encourage you to get out and cheer them on. Next three home games, you got Utah, Philadelphia, and you got Boston. You know, I'd love some tickets to that Boston game. Three playoff contenders down at State Farm. Uh, Maybe we'll see you down there soon. And maybe we'll see you at that Dirty Bird tailgate. Tailgates just keep on coming, brother. Join 680 The Fan for the next Harrah's Cherokee Casino and Resorts. Tailgate Central, Dirty Bird Tailgate Sunday from 10 to 1. For the Falcons-Bears game at MBS. That is next week, November the 20th, as we take over Marietta Street and Centennial. Come on down and party. You got to be 21, man, 21 or older. Tickets are free. Get signed up, registered, 680thefan.com slash tailgate central. All right, that's going to do it for my show today. Nick and Chris are coming up next. Enjoy that. 
Back tomorrow at 10. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Where's Nernie? Okay, thanks a lot, Buck. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash john. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.